Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast, Conversations from Being, inspired by the book, The Ultimate Coach, written by Amy Hardison and Alan Thompson. Join us each week with the intention of expanding your state of being, and your experience will be remarkable. Remember, this is a podcast about being. It is a podcast about you. To explore more deeply, visit theultimatecoachbook.com. Now, enjoy today's conversation from B. Dr. Daniel Harder, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast. How are you, sir? Well, it's, it's a privilege and honor and joy and so much fun to, to be with you. Feeling extremely honored to be with you, particularly because knowing you, how brilliant you are and how good your questions are and how much fun you are. So I'm really looking forward to it. Well, I appreciate you saying that, Daniel, given I haven't asked you or prepared any questions for you. <laughs> that's a big statement of fact. So we'll try yeah. and prove that very correct. And in, this, in the time that you and I have known each other, which it really hasn't been that long, maybe six months you've had a really profound impact on my life. And maybe if you're able to explain to people that don't know you, have never heard of you, know nothing about you at all, what's a great way to describe who you are in 60 seconds or less? Yeah, there's many ways how I could describe myself, but I'll make it into something that people will relate to and appreciate. So I grew up in very humble beginnings in, in Austria. And I had a very spiritual longing very early on in my life to find truth and meaning and really wanting to know how people's minds and, and lives work. Being really puzzled as a child by my observations, I had this longing to dig very deep and this led me to the study of psychology. When I was 17 years old, I read Carl Jung's books and that blew my mind because he was somebody that could really dive into the human psyche and find uh, interrelationship between uh, psyche and spirit. And that fascinated me so much that I embarked on the study of psychology and got um, a master's degree in psychology in Austria. And I wanted to satisfy my hunger. I really, really, really had a need to satisfy my hunger. So I started out as a psychologist and being still very unfed by what I've learned in my studies, I, I decided to, to go even deeper and, uh, and, and move to Sedona to study with the spiritual teacher, David Hawkins. And he was a mystic and he was a psychologist, psychoanalyst, psychiatrist. And with him, I spent the 2005 to 2012. And with him, I, I learned everything I didn't learn in psychology school and anything I didn't learn in, at university. So, so how I describe myself would be a blend of a psychologist, uh, a healer, a scientist, a researcher, and really somebody who's deeply interested in the human soul. And some call me a wizard, some call me Carl Jung 2.0, and I'm everything and all of that and none of that at the same time so <laughs> well i for people that, that haven't heard of carl jung being called carl jung 2.0 i 
which I don't think is said in the manner that is that you are a lesser version of. It's it's like it's a huge compliment. It's like calling me Bruce Willis 2.0 or something yeah, right. like that. You know, like <laughs> like <laughs> it's a really it's a really wonderful compliment, and I I really want to throw you under the bus a little bit with this next question, if I can. And yeah, I want to sure. I want you to describe what your life would look like now if you had never heard or met or had any engagement with Steve Hardison? Well, yeah, that's a hypothetical question. And that one is difficult to answer because it's almost like deleting a big piece out of a puzzle. So because Steve Hardison is sort of like the crown on a king's head in my life. So and I see my life like a house being built up, being built from the ground up. So laying a foundation that's really solid and like having my parents and my grandparents as extremely influential teachers in my life and then going to school and kind of learning about the psyche and uh, learning a lot about spirit and mysticism from David Hawkins. I still was missing a big part of the, the human mind, which... Uh, Steve Hardison is an expert at. So without Steve Hardison, I would be missing a crown in a way, not the spiritual crown or the psychological crown or the, the really like ancestral, like upbringing, like my roots, but I would be missing a huge piece of how the human mind works. So, and that's, that's really, really, really important. And I'm happy to, to share what, how I see this working with Hardison and I don't know where my life would be at without him because he's not just only been influential as a, as a teacher, but also as a human being. So, and, and I think the human being part might be even the most important aspect of how he's transformed my life. Well, a great answer. And I, based on my own experience with Steve, it's really non, it's, it's non-quantifiable really what what my life would look like it's it's impossible there's so many different scenarios but maybe maybe let's focus on what you do know and and how has your life changed since you met Steve Hardison right well so I established myself as a psychologist so I, I was a psychotherapist I was successful I had a practice I had clients and I had a really good life and my life was good but it wasn't great because I felt like I was still operating in a in a paradigm of limitation and a paradigm that follows rules and a paradigm that exists in a box it's sort of like almost like being like a lawyer or a doctor or a psychologist and you feel like you're going through the motions of uh, life and what most people consider um, acceptable and I was somewhat in that box too because I was still growing up and I still had my insecurities and my doubts and my my unfigured outness in life and then here comes Steve Chandler and Steve Hardison sort of knocking on my door and giving me a view into my future that gave me hope because there was still a sign of like resignation and a sign of um, lostness and loneliness in the way of how I worked because I knew there was more possibility I knew there was more creativity. I knew there were miracles that I wasn't tapping into. And when I came across that lineage, I mean, you can call it almost like a lineage of thought and like Hardison, Chandler, all that. I had a renewed 
vigor and interest for what's possible. And it, it gave me a hope. It's almost like lifted me out of a state of uh, resignation and apathy in some ways. And that's, that's what, that was the initial reaction. It was so strong that I, I ingested everything that I could get my hands on. So from books to, I, I was not a Facebook user. I started using Facebook. So I only could read what David, uh, what um, Steve Hardison was doing on, on Facebook. So, and that and that's the way how I connected with him. And I'm happy to share more how all that unfolds, but, but that's, um, he really gave me a, a, a new view of what's possible, how to include the miraculous into my practice, how to operate outside of a, a paradigm that wasn't satisfying for me anymore. And, and it was extremely real. It wasn't conceptual. It was a really, it really exists on that border between ordinary reality and miraculous divine reality. And then Steve Hardison was that open door to that in a very embodied and in a very relatable fashion. So, yeah. So I, look, I think that's a pretty good uh, response to it. <laughs> and like, Trying to trying to articulate some of the experiences that that I've had mm. from this community is, is is challenging at times, but I think what a great question could be is how have you been able to help other people from the knowledge you've acquired from your experience with Steve Hardison? Well, my experience with Steve Hardison gave me something that. I have been longing for my whole life. And that was really the experience of somebody who is an embodied form of love that's a human being and carries the divine spark within himself. So from me being with him, from me interacting with him, first as an acquaintance, as a friend, and later as a, as a client, I really could tap into what I was reading in the books on an experiential level, meaning that his way of being the way I was experiencing him as, as a way of his way of being was so transformative. Like I could feel that this guy was coming from love. He was coming from a place of falling in love with me as a person and from, from a place of not wanting anything from me other than to just be of pure service to me. So that touched me so deeply and kind of confused me and rattled me in some ways that I had to question um, some of my ways how I was living life, you know, where I was coming from and where I was still playing small and where I was still kind of selfish and where I was still sort of self-centered in, in my way of how I operated in the world. So, so to answer your question now, I gave myself permission to be Hardison-like, to reinvent myself as a Daniel Harner Hardison version. And that, you know, whatever, whenever you're ready, the teacher appears and you download a certain aspect of their, their gifts. And that's what happened to me. I downloaded the Hardison magic to, um, to the greatest of my ability to, to my being. And that transfers automatically into every session with every one of your clients, every one of your family members, every one of your neighbors, every one of your friends. So for me, it woke up a certain part of me that was still sort of sleeping. And miracles, you know, like miracles happen uh, as a result of that influence with your clients and with everybody in your world, because your way of being is changing. Way of being is everything. Way of being transforms everything. So, so, so it's almost like going into an apprenticeship. You're learning, you're downloading a, something that you really can't learn in a book or in a school. This is something you learn from a human interaction with somebody that operates on a higher level. And it's almost like you just have mastery right in front of you. So you're automatically going to copy it. 
So, and that's that's now what my clients get to experience through me as well, but through filtered through my own version of me being me. I'm not Hardison, you know. I'm I'm just an aspect of that. And I think we all have that seed of what he has inside of us, and that's really what he's all about. That we unlock that within ourselves, and uh, and create from that place of pure beingness. Yeah, and you brought up a really good point. Something that uh, I've been working really hard on. It's, it's gotten easier the last couple of years. I remember when I first got into personal development and you go through a phase where, where you try and emulate your idols. And I, yeah. um, I did that when I was young with sporting like cricketers and the odd, you know, I even watched some ridiculous TV series for long enough to want to change my name to Ray. <laughs> you know? And then I finally convinced my family to call me Ray. And then I said, now call me Laban again. <laughs> like, like we want to emulate these people that inspire us. And I think that distinction around stepping into your own greatness, being your own person, your own being is yeah. super important because it, anything less than that comes across super disingenuous. Is, is that something that you've witnessed in your own coaching journey, not just with Steve, but with other people as well? Yeah, it's a continuous exploration for me because we all need people that we can put on a pedestal. So it's something I think we want when we're children that we can idealize our parents, you know, that we want our dad to be great. We want our mom to be great. We want our heritage to be great we have a need to be surrounded by greatness uh, as children and I think most of us as far as I understand are have never really gotten all their needs met when we were kids you know we saw things not working out the way we wanted to so when people come into your life they kind of re-inspire that sort of sense of well what if there is somebody that could fulfill that desire and need of mine to put somebody on a pedestal and Steve Hardison is extremely comfortable with that so he's not like saying, well, don't put me on a pedestal. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, he's pretty comfortable with, with being great in front of you. And he's also extremely comfortable with you taking him, taking him off the pedestal. So, and that's, that's super, super, super inspiring. So, and I have a continuous exploration within myself being with Steve in the sense of him being on a pedestal and me taking him off a pedestal. And since this is what I'm doing in my coaching with him. So I'm going there knowing this guy is, is a master and I'm the student. And at the same time, I have to reinvent myself as the master and make him into the student as well, because he's learning as much from me as I'm learning from him. So and that's the beautiful dyadic uh, exploration that, that happens in coaching. And, and I do that with my clients all the time too. My clients in the beginning often want to put me on a pedestal and then we run into something where I can reveal that I'm great, but I'm also extremely human. So I'm, I'm very comfortable at this point taking myself off the pedestal because I, Steve is not shy calling himself out on, on the stuff that's not going right in his life and where he's messing up and where his imperfections show up and he's pretty open and clear about him. So and I'm, I'm modeling myself after that too. And it's like, okay, my imperfections is a teaching and there's a crack in everything and that's how the light shines in. And if the light shines in through my cracks and through my wounds, I'm happy to humble myself in front of my clients. And Steve is modeling that in, in a very, very beautiful way. So, and I'm still in the process of taking Steve off the pedestal. And it has a lot to do also with self-forgiveness because whenever I go to Steve last session, I said, Steve, I still have the sense of judging myself when I come here because I feel like I'm not as great as you are you know and then then we 
really explored that and said, tell me more about that. How do you, I mean, I'm seeing amazing greatness right in front of me. Tell me how you think like you're any less than me. So, and, and that opens up really the core, the core of my coaching with him is like, where am I not allowing myself to be great? Where am I, where am I comparing myself with someone that's not me? Because he's actually not, not, not a target to hit. He, he's not my target. You know, I am my target. My potential is my target. And I have to make my potential into a friend, not into an enemy, like not a mountaintop that I'll never get to. It's like, no, this is a, a mountain. It's a topless mountain. You will never get to anywhere. There's no place to get to. And there's this distinction of dry rains. Like, this is a pathless path. So be okay with being you right now. Stop judging yourself for not being as good as I am. So it's like, it's all, it's all made up in the mind. It's like this carrot right in front of you. It's like, okay, then you get up to the mountaintop and then you'll still have the carrot right in front of you. If I've met my 10 year younger self, when I told my 10 year younger self, hey, you will be having all these things. You'll be coaching with Hardison and then you have this dream life in Sedona and you're, you're the successful person. You know, it's like, would you be, would you be happy then? And I would have said, yeah. I'd be totally happy then. And now I'm with Steve and I'm saying, you know what? I'm still not feeling it. It's like, what's going on here? It's like, I'm still not feeling it. I've, where is success? You know, success is a made up thing. So my definition of success now is me loving myself unconditionally at all times and me being the embodiment of love and truth and beauty. So this is my own internal version of success. There's no outer success. There's no place to get to anymore. So it's a place to come from. Yeah, brilliant. Now, your sessions with Steve are usually two hours long. Is that how long you, you guys normally coach for? Yeah, exactly. So I don't want to get you to reveal anything of what goes on in these two-hour sessions, but what I would love for you to do is to share with our amazing audience, what's the, what's the movie that you've seen in your life that could best fit or closely describe what goes on in your two-hour coaching session? Right. Well, first of all, like I'm an open book and uh, there's nothing off limits. So I'm happy to reveal everything and anything that goes on in these coaching sessions because my transformation and my unraveling and my and my learning is available to everybody. So like I'm not doing this for me personally, you know what I mean? It's like this is for me to to download something so I can share it with the world. So and and to answer your question, every session is extremely different. So so there would be actually no movie that could that could um, give you in some ways a, a scheme that, that repeats itself. So I have experienced every possible thing in that office. So from, from screaming to being hot, to being kissed, to being taken on a walk, to being driven in a Porsche, to being brought to a graveyard, you know, to, to having continuous calls with people I don't know right in front of, right in front of me. So it's been, it's been everything, you know, and I think that's the reason why this is so exciting is because it's creation right in front of you. It's like, this is like the possibility of limitlessness right in front of you every time you're there and you never know what's going to happen. There's no, there's no script. This is absolute playfulness. This is being just playfulness with life and with possibility. And whatever I bring is, is the, is the building blocks of what's going to happen, you know, and it's everything, anything goes, anything goes in there. So it's, it's powerful. It's powerful. It's so out of the box, you know, it's so out of the box, but I'm, I'm happy to, to reveal whatever you want, certain flavors. Like I have like a thousand flavors, you know, you can choose a range of palette, like what color you want me to paint. So I'm, I'm painting you a few things or whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. I, 
It's really interesting you say that. What the the TV series that was coming to my mind was like a cross between The Sopranos and The Simpsons. <laughs> like, there's just so many different variables, and it's a yeah. fun question because I think there's so much intrigue. And I know in the last few months, you know, this is recorded in March 2022. There's there's been a lot coming out in the last few months about Steve and footage of him, but up until that point, really yeah. he was an enigma. He didn't exist anywhere apart from the odd video on on YouTube, and yeah. and that's how I came to learn about Steve and trying to just you know put a movie to it. It, it is a challenging thing. It's something I just thought of as we're talking. So sorry to put yeah. you on the spot there, Daniel. I think one of the things that really is fascinating to me is how am I going to articulate this in a way that makes sense and I'll I'll go back to what you were talking about before about what impact have you been able to have on other people because this is a good this is a good story this happened to me when I was back in Phoenix I'm in Austin Texas at the moment and I ordered a lift and and uh, it was a 10 minute ride up the road I was in Chandler not far from where the event was. And on the phone, it tells you who's picking you up. And her name was April. And uh, I, and she pulled in, I, I ran into the car and I didn't say hello. I just broke into a song by Dragon, which is a New Zealand band. And it's, uh, take me to the April sun in Cuba. Whoa, whoa. And she cracked out laughing and she's like, oh, wow, well, you're in a, you're in a great mood. And I said, April, my life is a daily miracle. <laughs> she said, yeah. it's fantastic. And I said, what miracle have you created today? And she thought about it for a minute. She said, you know what, Laban, I can't think of anything. I said, that's okay. I said, what's the miracle you're most proud of? And I'd never asked that question before, but it just sort of flowed forth. And without missing a beat, she said to me, Laban, five years ago, I reconnected with my biological father who left me when I was a newborn. And I forgave him and we spent five wonderful years together before he, he passed away. And I was like, wow, congratulations. I said, I thank you. You know, I appreciate you sharing that with me. And I said, have you got family? Have you got kids? She said, I do. And she said, I'm trying to be the best role model for those kids that I can be. And I said, you know what? You're doing a fantastic job. Hmm. And she said, thank you so much. I said, April, have you ever hated someone that you didn't know and she said yes and this is what i stole from steve at the event i said well then is it possible that you can love someone that you that you've never met she said absolutely i said you know what she said what i said i love you april i love you now she burst into tears mm. and with the, like we pull it pull up to the stop and i'm embracing this woman this heavy set native american woman who's in her you know, mid-50s, for about two to three minutes. And she just said to me, Daniel, she said, you have no idea how badly I needed to hear that today. Mm. No idea. And there was no, there was no agenda. There was no, you know, and I walked away from that experience levitating. I felt so good. Mm. Imagine how she felt. Yeah. And, and this is the impact that we can have by downloading what we are getting from people like Steve and, you know, the stuff I get from you and you get from me and vice versa and the importance of putting it out to the universe. Why is putting it out to the universe so important? 
You're asking me? Yeah. Well, you know, because most people are coming from a place of getting something from life, you know, and feeling like I'm coming from a glasses half empty sort of perspective of feeling like, okay, I'm not here, yeah, right? You get a bottle there. <laughs> <laughs> it's half so, full. <laughs> so, and to, to be coming from a place I'm complete and there's a lot I have to give and I'm a cup that's overflowing is reacquainting you with the lovingness that you are. So it's almost like we get as coaches, I as a coach get paid to really heal myself, right? Because I get to experience myself as the lovingness that I am with a person. I get to shower them with the presence and the miracles that can come through me when I'm open to receiving them. So by us being a walking miracle, we continuously feed ourselves and nourish ourselves with a with a source energy that's not from this not not from this earth you know so for me it's this is the ultimate healing in a way that we get to heal each other like i get to pass on the love that i am to you and you're transformed and you cannot help but pass it on to somebody else you can't keep it to yourself love is like an energy it just moves and moves and moves and the more you can submit and surrender to it the, the happier you're gonna be, you know. The, the more, the more you get out of the way. So, so it's, this is the this is the answer to your question. I think that's why it's so important. This is a miracle, you know. It's not from this earth. We can tap into this at any point in time by just having a change of mind or an openness in our in our heart. Mm -hmm. Well, being around you, Daniel, has made me more empathetic to the world. I, I can't quantify exactly how much or how little, but I being, you know, we've spent some time together and I, it's really, it's impossible to experience extreme emotions around you, mm -hmm. certainly at the higher end. Yeah. And I, I don't meet many people that, that have that impact on me. And mm. what's happened, I kind of, I've always had a very addictive personality with mm. everything, you know, drugs yeah. and alcohol, but all, all the good stuff too. And I, and I feel like I've developed a real addiction for hanging around people like you, you know, like I don't suffer negative Nellies at all. I've become very, very quick at cutting those people off. Yeah. Has, have, has that happened in your life in the same way? Has, has happened in my life that I've become addicted to hanging out with amazing people? <laughs> That's one question you could respond to for sure. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, uh, you always gravitate towards uh, who you are, so or what you need to learn. So, being in the presence of people that you feel like you're humming to, like you feel like you're people that make you sing, people that bring out the best in you, and I would consider you one of those people. It's like you know, it's just you just naturally want to want to just gravitate towards those energies. You know, the more positive you get, the more people you attract that are like you. So, so definitely it's a healthy addiction, you know, and <laughs> you're weaning yourself off of hanging around things that will, will just be regurgitations of the past and complaints, you know, so it's definitely, it's definitely something I aspire to do. And I'm, I'm happy to say that I have now a life that's full of people that see me, that are with me, that, that love me, that I can celebrate with. And that's something I've worked towards my whole life, you know, so some, I'm very, very blessed to be surrounded with amazing people such as you. Well, I appreciate that a lot, Daniel. And, and, I'd, and I'll say the same for you. And I've, my God, my life is a daily miracle. I'm not exaggerating in it. 
you know, yeah. you said something really, really interesting just before, and I didn't jump on it straight away, but you said, as a coach, you are paying me to heal. Wow. What a powerful statement that is. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine having that in a, in a, in a discovery call, you know, what am I, what am I paying for? You're paying for me to heal, <laughs> but it's yeah. true, right? It really is true. And, and, it and it's, yes, you go. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, it's like this idea of separation that that we give and the other person takes, you know, is in some ways an arbitrary viewpoint, you know, so it's really, we're all way more connected on the inside than we think we are. So it's like, that's what love is. Love is really a bridge between you and me. Like love is a, is a force that flows through all of us, you know, so, so yeah, I mean, it's, there is no such thing. Whatever I learn, I immediately pass on. It's not something I can even even keep to myself. And it's because my heart is open and I love people and my heart goes out to the world. You know, my heart goes out to where pain is. It's like wherever I see a crack, that's where my energy goes. It's just how I'm wired. You know, this is how, how I was wired as a child. I just have to use it more skillfully and more dis discerningly as I grow up, you know, to make sure that I'm serving powerfully and not just spilling water all over the place. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great response. Daniel, do you have any projects that are on the horizon that you would like to share with, with the audience today? Yeah, I'll give you a funny answer on that one. So I've been a, I've been a 40 year long project in the making. So it's like I, I have made myself into uh, an ever evolving and growing project. And, and I think I'm very proud of it, you know, I must say, because I've really always put my time and attention to those places where I could feel like this is the biggest investment in, in my growth, in my personal growth, my spiritual growth, my emotional growth. I've learned from so many amazing mentors and people, with David Hawkins being one of them, and Dr. William Tiller being one of them, and Nathan Swartzland being one of them, and Ron Young being one of them, and Steve Hardison being one of them. And I'm mentioning them all by name because they all have given me a piece of myself. They have revealed a part of me to me, every one of those mentors that I got to make my own in my own way. So and that's why my journey has really taken so long for me to be who I am at this point is because I had so many gifts that were given to me also from my ancestry and from my grandparents and from my parents. I mean, these were all like little boxes that I carried with me from Austria where I was born to America to unpack all this stuff in there and to create something beautiful out of what I thought was heavy and painful. And so the most interesting project that's coming up is me being me. So it's like I've been, I've been feeding myself with so much food and I've been processing it, digesting it and integrating it for so long is that I am excited to be sharing that with the world. My, me, me being the project, me sharing my voice, me sharing my writing and me sharing my, my creativity with the world. So in terms of really operationalized projects that, that there's nothing, uh, there's, no, there's no deadline or, any, uh, or any, anything coming up per se at the moment, but there'll definitely be books and talks and opportunities to learn and grow with me that ha I haven't done before. So, yeah. And where can people find you that are curious AF about Dr. Daniel Hanna? Yeah, I have a, a webpage. That's uh, danielharna.com. And whoever wants to find more out more about me, who wants to watch a, a video of me or wants to read more about my background and my journey, 
they can stop by there and learn more and can reach out to me via email or or phone. Fantastic. Do you have any concluding thoughts for the audience today, Daniel? Well, a way of being is is everything. So way of being is more important than anything that we choose to do. So for me, I would ask everybody to really themselves to come to this place within themselves where they're truly still and where they're truly connecting their heart and their mind together and from that place uh, miracles happen so people will appear differently different people will reach out to you you will hear yourself hear yourself say things you haven't said before think things that you haven't thought before so i'd encourage everybody to really go on this journey of self-discovery and journey of discovering your own way of being and not being shy to invest and to find somebody that can help you on this on this process of self-discovery because that's what I've been doing for the past 15 years. So I think being in a relationship with somebody that you look up to and that you want to learn from is a huge, 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 huge gift. For me to even find someone like Steve Hodgson that I, that I could put on a pedestal is a huge gift. So, so I would encourage the audience who's interested in self-discovery to, to really like invest in themselves and, 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 and grow in that capacity. So because we're here for a reason, we're all here to learn from one another. And it's, it's a gift of the human experience that we're not alone and we don't have to do this alone. I tried doing it alone for a good amount of time, but it never worked. And speaking of discovery, for those that haven't subscribed to this podcast if you haven't left a review, if you haven't read the Ultimate Coach book, if you haven't, uh, it's now available on Audible as well. Uh, if you haven't joined the Facebook group, get amongst this. If this resonates with you at a cellular level, this has transformed my life. I know it's definitely transformed uh, Daniel's and thousands more. So if it does resonate, make sure you get involved and just observe early on if you want to see what all the fuss is about in terms of leveling up your own life and, and having far greater impact on your family and, and people close to you. I can't think of a better thing to do. Dr. Daniel Hanna, thank you for your time today. Thank you to everyone listening out there. Have a blessed day if you're not having one. And if you are, we'll keep up the good work, would you? Thank you for listening. If you know someone who would benefit from today's conversation, please share this podcast with them. Also, we invite you to visit theultimatecoachbook.com so you can continue your personal exploration of being. There you will find links to join our wonderful community, get your own copy of The Ultimate Coach book, and more. Simply go now to www.theultimatecoachbook.com. That's www.theultimatecoachbook.com. The link is also available in the show notes. We appreciate your support. Be blessed. Be you.